Hello. Oh. Hi. Is that your watch? Yeah, it is. Go away. I um, I figured that from this message you might have had a glass of wine. What gave you that impression? That's I a ridiculous sure. Thought. I sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do clapping now. Goodbye. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> One, two, seven. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis, and I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. I have had a glass or two of wine. Because, uh, dear listeners, uh, we're recording on a Sunday evening. And I have... Don't kill the pig, Jeffrey. What did I just say about that? I have only relatively recently got back from uh, a trip. From one of your houses, one of your international houses. <laughs> From one of my international properties. Um, and You're um, like an oligarch, aren't you? I am like an oligarch with less money and uh, were you tempted, fewer scruples. Were you, tempted to, were you tempted to buy a football team this week? No, you know I don't like football. Oh, I'm so sorry about Shane Ward. Don't. He's got I his name that. wrong. Is <laughs> he not called Shane Ward? Oh, shit. What's he called? Blonde-haired. Oh, don't. Oh, my mother's ship, ship, uh, shipwreck. Uh, Shane Warren. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, I said Ward, didn't I? Twice. Shane Warren. Yes. Oh, come on. He wouldn't mind. It was close enough. It was. I'm sorry that he's on my mother's spread list, not shipwreck which is what i was going to say you didn't going to say this is going to be a this is going to be a shipwreck given given just how you've begun <laughs> can you even string I... a sentence together go on give it a go give it a go no i can't go on. i can't i can't i can't be i'm going to turn your video off so i don't get jealous yeah, of my drunkenness of your glass of wine actually or do you not have wine in the house jeff jeff it's seriously mate we've had this combo <laughs> It's a school night. Kiddo. What do you mean it's a school night? Since when's that been an issue? Uh, see, the thing is, what you don't understand... Oh, God, you sound like my dad. Go on. <laughs> I'm Go just going to take, the, I'm just gonna take it as a compliment. Is that I'm five, year, I'm five years older than you. Yeah, and, and those five years, in, in terms of uh, how one's body copes with uh, alcohol on a school night or any ah, other night... Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. I'm still feeling, feeling demod happy because of the whole I've been travelling. You've been foiling. And... Foiling? Yeah, you said I'm uh, foiling, I'm still foiling feeling. I'm still foiling feeling. I'm still feeling demob happy because I've been travelling. So I still technically feel like I'm on holiday. Oh, that's because nice. I'm, I'm still on leave until tomorrow morning. Oh, so you come back from work tomorrow morning. I, yeah, work in the morning. Hey, um, uh, and was it a good holiday? 
It actually was a very, very good holiday. I spent quite a lot of time with my parents. Uh, they came up to Lisbon to see us, which is a, a rare occurrence. Oh, amazing. Usually we go down to see them. Do so they take the train? So they drove. They took, they, they took the train and they, um, they had a high old time being Lisboetas. So did they stay the, in your place or do they stay? They, in... No, they stayed in our place. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Although <laughs> my, da- <laughs> my dad, within the first 15 minutes of lying down, complained about the state of the spare bed. Well, it's a classic in the sense that you don't want it to be so comfortable that people stay too long. Well, this is so uncomfortable that nobody would even think about seeing the night through. Um, what happened was right. we were gifted this bed by somebody that my parents know who said this is the single most uncomfortable piece of furniture ever. It doesn't make a good sofa or a good bed. And it's true. You can't sit on it comfortably or lie on it comfortably. So I guess it's one of those ones you could put out on. They do that in, Port- in Lisbon where people put things out on the street hoping that other people will come and collect them. Oh, my God, yeah. We have got rid of so much stuff. Oh, I right. got rid of a yoga mat just the other day. Ah, you've got a lot of those. I, you reminded me that I really need to wash my yoga mat. Do you have one of those, like, slightly cellular versions, or do you have the manduka that I have? I have a manduka. Okay, so you can just scrub it down with a brush. Yes, I would actually use a, a little bit of um, watered-down vinegar with a... Uh, or I'd spray some vinegar on it, then wipe it. I wouldn't scrub it. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you don't mind it about stinking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, and I just there's a little, little bit of follow-up as well. Can I uh, mention that? We Ooh. heard from uh, a listener whose name is Corbatron. Hey, hey, hey. Corbatron. And um, he said, what's with the numbers? And then he sent me a link to his um, podcast player of choice, and it said, this is for last week, it said, 69, 69, I realized you were right about everything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say, but uh, clearly some uh, Apple, the Apple thing, it renders, it already puts the number in front as well as the number I've added. And I added it, you know, like maybe eight episodes ago. So for those of you listening on Apple Podcasts, you're seeing, I think you're seeing, all seeing double numbers. This week will be seventy seventy. So sincere apologies, but um, don't use Apple Podcasts. Yeah, listen to um, Overcast yeah. because it's our platform of choice because we like it. Yeah, exactly. We strongly urge you to listen. Oh, oh, oh. Go. No, listen, right? If you are going to listen to Apple Podcasts, that's fine, but be sure to leave a review. Five stars, please. Thumbs up, like and subscribe. Perhaps say something about how good our teeth are. I think that's uh, excellent. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. This... And then the other oh, thing. Do you I've know got, what, I've got... Simon? Got... I've just got to be completely honest with you. This has been such a ferociously fucking awful week. I haven't. I I sat down with genuine despair, thinking, "How am I going to talk to Simon in the light of an imminent world war?" Mm. I don't know how to do light and breezy and silly and irreverent in the in the face of you know, untold casualties and death. And on top of that, it's made me super attuned to all those other conflicts around the world that aren't constantly being talked about. And I was reading a piece in The Guardian, and I think it was early this week, or maybe it was last This is our newspaper of choice, uh, just in case anyone was wondering about our political alliances. Um, Yep. 
Yeah, probably should. Uh, I do. I do sometimes read the Wall Street Journal, and sometimes I even read the Times. Mm. I also read the I and the Independent. I read the Telegraph,、um, except only the headings because the, it's behind a paywall. Yeah, I read the first paragraph, and then they stop me reading it. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. That is so not fair. I think they see the 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 the. The the red heart I have,、uh, my communist heart, and they don't let me read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't want your sort. They're like, no, thanks, thanks very you much. You say they don't、no、want、real. my source. No, I said sort.、Um, I don't know what your source would be. That feels aioli,、uh... garlic, aioli. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you went there.、Um, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was reading something in the Guardian. Link below, everybody, because it's that time of day and that glass of wine, where I can't remember who said what, when, or to whom.、Um, there was a really lovely piece by a guy, can't remember his name. It will be in the show notes.、Um, who who was effectively saying the the way that lots of the reporting about the refugees leaving、uh, Ukraine were being described as looking middle class, looking like us. And the kind of the sense that because they are civilized, all of these things are in inverted commas. I'm sure you're you're hearing that. I hope you're hearing that from from my cadence. Serves to reinforce a sensation that those other refugees are somehow not civilized and perhaps deserving of their position of being forced to flee their homes.、Um, so, you mean when you say of, other, you mean other refugees from other countries and other circumstances. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so less so, white refugees. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we can think about Syrians. We can think about Palestinians. We can think about all sorts of people、um, who who are experiencing land grabs, or, or we can experience or, or experiencing yeah, displaced,、uh, yeah. being being displaced. Yeah, that's the very wordy, long-winded. Oh, that's a change.、Uh, way of saying, I yeah, the, the the wheels feel like they were inevitably going to come off this. Conversation signing because I don't know how to talk to you. Can I ask、um, one thing that I was thinking about this week is I think it's a question of responsibility, and I think I it I, it came up for me because of a、uh, conversation last week, which I, and I, I have to forgive me、uh, those of you listening. I'm never quite sure what's kept in the、um, in the edit and what's not, <laughs> but I think this might have been kept in the edit. The question for me is. Where is the line in terms of the quantity of information you should seek out about an event like this, which is cataclysmic? It's horrific. It's and is there a line at which, for you, where you there's also your own kind of health, you might say, and your capacity to.、Um, I'm going to use the words "get on," like just get on, and I don't mean for a second that you should ignore something. But yeah, what's that? Where's that line for you? And have you crossed it or not reached it? Or like, what's that? Yeah, what's that like for you?、Uh, so,、um, it's something I've been recently been、um, asking myself a similar question because I'm married to somebody who is voracious in her interests about the world around her.、Mm. So she reads widely, and then she jumps from one. Piece of information to another piece of information, and so she tends to know a lot about a lot. I've become, I've over the years, I've become lazy 
about news because I I just basically you get the Bob and I filter. Did it, I did it. Yeah, I did it today. I turned to Bob and I said, "Just explain to me why we can't impose a no-fly zone." Because <laughs> I don't understand it. Surely you just say you're not allowed to fly it would, over there. Uh, involve shooting down Russian jets. And that's what she said. She said, "Well, here's the thing: it's you can't, you don't just like put a wall up, Lee. The way you stop uh, people flying over, the way you police it, is you commit to shooting those planes down, and you you all commit to shooting those planes down. It, it, at the moment, the Ukrainians are allowed to shoot them down, but the moment that we impose a, or, or NATO imposes a no-fly zone, then it becomes an issue of." all NATO allies are having to, to shoot the planes down. And then I understood. Oh, okay, gotcha. But your question, that doesn't quite answer your question. I think you sent me um, um, oh, yeah, a link did. to a video and it, kind of an explainer, which was really interesting to watch. Did you, and then did I, you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I fell down the rabbit hole of watching some other explainers and I started to look at the um, why the borders exist in the what's, what we laughingly refer to in the West as the Middle East. I watched a couple of explainers on As that. As opposed to the uh, southeast or the far east or the yeah. near yeah. east. So I was I was watching those things and and uh, what became so interesting across all of these explainers was <laughs> effectively it's all about resources. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I think I think my my responsibility to news is I like to try to have a sense of what's happening, but I find it really difficult to get into the weeds of it. So, in a way, so in a way, you you um, because of Bob's um, uh, appetite for news and ideas, and she, she actually she she's actually your kind of um, she's your algorithm for she's your news feed. Yeah. She is she is my newsfeed and and thankfully she reads much more widely than I do. She doesn't stick to no, the Guardian. She, no, so. it's, I remember she, very yeah. strongly that um that my surprise when I think one of the first times I stayed with you and she'd gone out and bought all the papers, including the what they call the red tops in this country. Mm-hmm. Is that what they call them red tops? Is that right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so that that all that means is that you're it, it's she she's a she's a uh, she's my paywall. She's your paywall. Yeah, I think it also it helps that we talk a lot. I know that some married couples don't engage in conversations a lot. I I, I know that people have different sorts of relationships, and you know I've, I've been around some this week, um, and it's just interesting to watch different dynamics. But me and Bob talk almost constantly mm. but she she's she likes to explain things to me and i was reading this thing and then she'll report back to me so it's so that's um, part of her understanding of it as well yeah, and remembering i probably. think yeah i think i think so so it's i i realize i sound like i'm saying i'm incredibly passive and i don't want to know about the world what about you how do you feel what's your responsibility to news well i certainly i, I i've never bought a daily mail or a um, copy of the sun um, in fact, I don't think I've ever bought it in this country. Oh, I must have bought, when I first got here, I must have bought a copy of The Observer or something on the weekend, which uh, for those of you outside of the country is the weekend version of The Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I try to look at different newspapers online, but I wouldn't look at, I wouldn't look at the Daily Mail um, online just because just, just, just too much, um, there's too much stuff in there, which I... Um, in a way, I kind of don't understand. Like, there's a lot of celebrity kind of culture that I just, uh, yeah, the red circle of shame. Yeah, and I just don't. It, that's the thing that I think they invented, or at least they popularized that sense of 
circling somebody wearing something and perhaps or, or revealing or something or, yeah exactly yeah. i don't and, yeah. and so i don't there's just stuff that i think i don't really want to participate in so that's one thing is is to uh try and read lots of different sources but i do tend towards the guardian and i that's increasingly frustrates me which i think you know just because i just yeah. find the t- the tone of it the smugness and the righteousness of the left i just it it, it drives me up it really just it's too obviously far and consistently far left or or left of centre for sure for me to feel like I'm getting some sense of um, other ways to think about something. Hmm. That's interesting. Can you talk to your frustration there, given that you know that there is no balance available to you in the world? No, no, isn't it? That's so curious in a way. Well, I would expect that of that newspaper um, yeah. when I would have few expectations of other newspapers to be the same i, I don't know there's maybe that's something about um maybe it's a sort of an it's a there's an idealism there on my part which is um and it, well it's pure it's pure idealism really which is um and a certain smugness on my own part which is um we should be more concerned about the truth uh and so i'm when i'm when I'm reading a lot of that, a lot of the stuff, and any of these newspapers, but The Guardian, because it's closer to the how I think about the world or my political, I'm just going to say taste, <laughs> mm-hmm. my political ideology, um, then I have this, I have a sort of a, I think I have higher expectations uh, of it than I do for The Telegraph. The Telegraph, I struggle. I mean, I really, it's hard to read, that's for sure. But it's a little bit like, I guess the equivalent thing would be like, um, I have higher expectations when I go and see dance performances compared with when I go and see films. Dance is my kind of area, right? It's the thing I understand deeply. But I think my expectations of dance are far too high. But I'll, I'll watch, you know, I'll watch um, Reacher. <laughs> It's not like it's not highbrow stuff, is it? <laughs> so yeah, I, no. yeah, I don't, I don't know that whether, what that sounds like or whether that's, um, yeah, whether that, yeah. I was just thinking about that, that idea of expecting, um, like balance. Yeah, expecting balance, and I was just trying to to work out why, why you would, why you would expect that, why why you would expect a sense of balance um, from from something which is clearly articulating itself as left-wing, when right-wing output seems to be so, I mean... Like, egregious in terms of it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Because I'm thinking about the guy, is it Sean... Is it Sean Hannity? Yeah, or, or um, the, the Tucker Carlson is the one that's... Um... Tucker Carlson, maybe it's Tucker Carlson I'm thinking of. But there's, there, I think there's a couple. He's Fox News' both... number one dude. Yeah, okay, so it's probably is Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson was talking about the recent um, uh, Supreme Court judge Biden had uh, nominated. And he he said, I want to know her LSAT scores. Which that's is the, right. he, it's the that's, that's the score she got for, um, for lawyer school in America, right? Yeah, that's what the LSATs are. Um, I want to know her LSAT scores, and and at no point with any of the other uh, uh, appointees that um, that Trump uh, pushed through did he ask that same question, and and so there's that sense that not only is it because this is a a more 
a more centre-right appointment, because I'm not going to call Biden (laughs) left-wing, but a more centre-right appointment, and also a black woman, suddenly he wants to be able to be assured that she is up for the job. Is she really... really, There is a really good bit of writing about that, which I guess is what you read and I read it. It's by Ara Arwa Madawi. Yes, um, it was indeed. It came to my inbox because I'm I'm uh, I'm on her mailing list of every Saturday. She she sends me an email, or I suspect the Guardian sends me an email on her behalf. I like say, the idea that she would send you an email, dear Lee. I know that you've got a better news source than me. <laughs> right, just next in case to you. Bob hasn't passed this on to you, here are some things I've been thinking about. Yes. Uh, so Tucker Carlson said, so is Katanyi Brown-Jackson, a name that even Joe Biden yeah, has yeah, trouble pronouncing, you. one of the top leaders. Which lines. is so deeply fucking offensive, It is, isn't it's it? true, it's true. So, but the, the, thing about, the thing about balance, I think it's because I want, I want, hmm. I think it would be amazing. I think it would be extraordinary in our time that we, that we weren't being served more in the bubble that we weren't uh, exacerbating echo chambers. Mm. And I think The Guardian is doing that. And I don't, I don't want – because – and the thing is about echo chambers is you never know you're in them, right? Because you're just yeah. hearing the stuff you want to hear, reading the stuff you want to read. And so I, I – so, yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I, I, to follow up on the conversation that we had last week, and I didn't really answer your question very well, which was should a society which wants to resist intolerance or – should a tolerant society be intolerance, intolerant of intolerance? It's is, very is di- difficult it. for a two glass of wine uh, evening for you, isn't it? Do you want to try one more time? <laughs> Should a society which wishes to be tolerant be intolerant of intolerance? <laughs> I got there eventually. Thank you, thank you. You asked that question yesterday, and I, and my my. Yesterday, last week. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I asked that question. My, I, yes, from last week, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my then sober brain <laughs> went off on a on a little a little escapade and it didn't quite answer the question that you had Well, asked. you did answer it very quickly. You said, you said no. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I said yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It should be intolerant of yeah, intolerance. Which, I think yeah. in a way that uh, this is what we're talking about here about the idea of echo chambers i i understand the anxiety of, of an echo chamber i i get what you are saying but at the same time my worry is to open myself up to fox news rhetoric or the daily mail here in the uk doesn't give me something which effectively nourishes my alternate perspective but perhaps only serves to allow me to double down on the idiocy of the people who are writing. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I will look at them and go, how can you think like that? How can you believe that? Yeah, and so, so I you worry dismiss that it. The, well, I, yeah, and I worry that the echo chamber, even when I go into somebody else's echo chamber, is so strong that I, I can't... I can't meet it. But I think, you know, you're talking about, there's a, that's a pretty, um, there are all sorts of in-betweens from, from Tucker Carlson to, to whoever's, you know, like there are all sorts of nuances which are, which are um, anyway, yeah, being exposed to more increasingly broader and d- uh, deeply reasoned thinking from outside the way I am currently thinking, right? I'm not talking about, 
I'm not talking about Tucker Carlson because he is. No, he I is, know you. I know novel. you're not. Right. Let's just be clear. <laughs> and um, but that to me that sort of strengthens. I'd like to imagine that it strengthens my understanding of my role in the world, of how the world functions, and how you know that's. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I suppose I'm just I'm curious just how we gain access to those voices those those. Um, well, that's the thing. Is at the, the moment it's our job in the sense that it's certainly not the Guardian. We learned from day one that we should never share dreams because who wants to hear about other people's dreams? But I do want to share a dream with you because I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> so on, in this dream, I was with my mother and she was desperate to drive me somewhere in the car. And I kept saying, Mum, you can't drive, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the idea that, you know, I don't quite, I'm like the logic of a dream. You know, they're fascinating in a way, aren't they, in that respect? I I don't know. I don't know who has ever thought, well, dreams are fascinating. And, um, (laughs) um, but yeah, this is something about ah. Oh, the problem wasn't that uh, it wasn't that she might. I was thinking, well, you won't be able to see. <laughs> but I've no n- nothing about what the car was, where we were going. I had none of that information. Not about the fact that you're having a conversation <laughs> no, with her, despite no. <laughs> the, that's not the bit. That's not weird. No. Listen, you're dead. You can't drive yeah, a I'm car. I'm going to have to drive you, Mum. I'm going to have to drive this. And also, she was also she was quite clearly dead. In, in the image I had of her. It wasn't like I was talking to an alive version of her. She, you know, she uh-huh. had all of the, let's call them trappings of being dead. Um, yeah, it was <laughs> the visual trappings of death. You're looking at me in a really funny way. I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was much cuter in my head than the way you just <laughs> described it. Now I'm a bit scared, like, okay. Yeah. I, uh, th- there's no... Yeah. Here, look at the look at my tattoo. Let's just look at that instead. <laughs> it's I feel great. Like, okay. It's great. 